0: This is Sportscasters Anonymous. A weekly podcast about sports, all sports MLB, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, collegiate football, and collegiate basketball. But there's more. We'll even talk about sports video games, sports movies. It's all here. You're listening to Sportscasters Anonymous on the Random Chatter Network, broadcasting to the globe from Jacksonville, Florida. This is Don and Chip.
1: What's up, everybody? How you doing? We are here live, live, baby, on Twitch and YouTube, episode 25 of Sportscasters Anonymous. We thank you all for joining us. We are thrilled to be here with you tonight. Lots of sports to cover, a lot going on in the sports world, almost up to the last minute when we're getting ready to go live. But as always, first, I'm Don and my co-host Chip. Chip, my man, how are you? I'm doing great.
2: It was uh, it was an exciting day in, uh, in football sports and uh, it's an exciting week. There's a lot of things that happened, uh, good, bad, and ugly. So uh, we're going to get right into it um so i'm gonna start with the uh the contact us uh you can contact us at our email uh mine is chip at random chatter.com where you can contact don at his uh email which is don at randomchatter.com. you can find us on twitter under our handle at at anon a-n-o-n you can join us on discord under random chatter where there's sports and pop culture talk you can support us on patreon under random chatter And you can also go to buy our stuff at random or slash store.
1: All right, man. And we've got some more stuff to put in there nowadays. We've been busy the last couple of weeks, haven't we? So yeah. With that that being said, um, how to hear us? Uh where our first 24 episodes, we could be found on randomchatter.com, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Uh, over the last few weeks, you can now find us on Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify and Anchor.fm, which is turning out to be uh, really cool for us. And you can watch us now. We're going to be live every week going forward. You can watch us on Twitch and YouTube. So, Chip, I got to say, we started this. This is 25. This is special for us. Uh, We went from concept, uh, pitching it to the Powers That Be at the Network concept and got up and rolling in about seven days, and that was back in April. And since then, just about every week with a couple of weeks off in September while you were vacationing and I had things going on, we've been here every week for the fans.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been been a a fun and exciting road. Uh, We started during the shutdown um, and a lot of stuff we had was no sports. So bringing sports news to people when there are no sports going on was, was interesting um, and now we got sports and more sports than we can think of, uh, or dream of at, at going on at once. So it's, it's definitely a unique time and, uh, it's very been, it's been a lot of fun and I've enjoyed it.
1: It's been a hell of a ride to say the least, but, uh, before we get into topics and discussions, we want to welcome those who have may, may have not viewed us or watched us before. We hope you enjoy what we're offering Uh, Please be patient with the the live streams that we're doing. We have a lot of mechanics. We're trying to work on that. So um, I would say tonight's presentation, graphically, is probably going to be simple, but as we move along and build the fan base and whatnot, we do have a lot more of special surprises coming up for y'all that we're working on, and going On top of that, with all the thoughts that I have, Chip, yesterday we got another day off sports-wise. Saturday, again, aside from some college football, was a chill day, was it not?
2: It was. It was actually very, very relaxing. It it gave me a chance to catch up on a lot of things um, sports-wise and non-sports-wise, which definitely helped a lot. Uh, I was able to do the notes for the show tonight and put a lot of effort into them. Um, So it was nice to have at least a day off of uh, major professional sports.
1: Well, I got to tell you, uh, at first I was like, "Man, it's nice to have the day off." And then by midday, I was like, "Dude, this sucks." <laughs> we had a chance to stop and smell the roses, which is uh, something we haven't been able to do with the bombardment of sports we have. But I think we got so used to the—it's basketball, it's baseball. There, you know, uh, a few weeks ago, hockey going on, and now it was—we went from full speed ahead to wow, you know, just chill a little bit. I think I'm trying to learn how to readjust the other way. How about you?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, um, you get so much happening at once that you get, start getting used to it. And then as soon as it starts dying down, you don't know what to do. When we, uh, when we first got the shutdown and we had sports for so long and then we didn't have sports, it was kind of, well, what do we do now? Uh, And that's kind of what it felt like yesterday was like, we had sports for so long. we We were all running around, you know, dealing with sports and everything. And then all of a sudden, there was none and it was back to that like shut down feeling of like what do we do now what's on the docket (laughs) like uh (laughs) what can i watch on netflix for an entire day kind of thing
1: well i mean it's good to catch up on netflix you know we like to uh recommend a movie of the week every week sports related so sometimes it gives you a chance to go back and dust off the library a little bit
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) all right man well uh What do you say? Let's give the fans what they want. Let's uh, jump right on to the NFL. And uh, it was an interesting day and an interesting week, man. Um, Highlights of the week. What do you got for us? Uh, Today alone was pretty crazy. And then building off of last week, man, it's been a wild ride for the football season so far.
2: It's been very crazy, is the only way I can describe it. From the NFC East looking like the NFC least to the AFC East looking like the number one division in football right now. Uh, it, it's, or not AFC East, the AFC North, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like the two divisions flip-flop from a couple of years ago. It's it just that I find that to be crazy. The one, the one big thing that there's a couple of things that happened today that I thought are stand out more than all the rest. Um, Alex Smith, uh, came in and played the second half of the Washington Redskins game, uh, which is a miraculous recovery from his uh, surgery that he had on his leg that got infected to the point where they thought he wasn't going to walk again, and now he's back in an NFL game playing football. Uh, That was a miracle, man.
1: I mean, that just – it was wow. Absolutely wow. Uh, Yeah. Definitely a success story regardless – of how it turns out for him. Nobody thought he was going to get back on the field.
2: Yeah, like I said, nobody thought he was going back on the field. They almost predicted that he wasn't going to walk again because of, of what happened. Um, for those who don't know, he basically had uh, – I broke his leg and they did surgery to fix the br- the break and the surgery went awry. He got a huge infection that they had to re go in and clean out the bone and chip away at all the, the infection that was there. Um, and try not to get too technical with it, and so to back up, and he basically was almost, I guess it's been about two years now, rehabbing, mm-hmm. finally got back onto the field today. Um, probably not the best way he wanted to come back. He did get sacked six times. Probably not the best situation you want to go into uh, playing against the Rams' defensive line. But he went in, and he, uh, he fared pretty well, and he took the hits, and it almost looked like he hadn't missed, skipped a beat. So uh it's good to hear that. Also, um on the other side of the coin, Dak Prescott had a very gruesome injury if if you are, are squeamish, I, I suggest not looking at the photos for it because um his foot basically instead of being straight was almost in like an L shaped uh after he landed on his foot wrong. Um so he either broke something severe or dislocated his ankle but for any matter he's going to be out for an extended period of time probably ended the season uh don't know if he's going to even be back for the beginning of next season with the way that looks so we'll have to wait they rushed him to the hospital we'll have to wait and see what the reports are when they come out but it did not look good for him um Andy no, came in, and uh they ended up winning the game on a last second field goal uh so the Cowboys are now in first place of the NFC East. Um, my only; I, I, those are probably the two things that stood out the most this week. Uh, Patrick Mahomes ended up losing their first game since last November. Uh, that was so.
1: So he's not
2: indestructible, huh? <laughs> No, I mean the, the 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 Raiders took it to him uh, and they, you know, beat beat him. Uh, beat him, I think forty to thirty-two. So they had to score a ton of points. Uh, that's kind of how you have to beat the Chiefs nowadays. Is you have to s- just score points. Uh, if you don't score points, they're not going to win a, a dog fight. It's going to be a shootout. It's the only way right. you're going to be really be able to beat them. Um, so it's it's very very interesting. Uh, to say I'll tell you one uh, of the
1: uh, one of the other highlights that actually um, I believe it came through today, uh, right around dinner time. It, uh, Dan Quinn's expecting to get fired this week as the coach of the Falcons. Not surprised.
2: No, they're 0-5, and they, they really haven't put up much of an effort this season. They, he'll be the second coach to have gotten fired this season already because uh, the Texans fired Bill O'Brien earlier this week.
1: And um, let's, let's build on that because uh, that definitely uh, follows with <laughs> highlights of the week. Although if if you're the coach, um, it has not been a highlight of the week for you. The surprise with both teams, uh, these are coaches who showed they can win games. Uh, In the case of the Falcons, they got to the Super Bowl. They were supposed to win the Super Bowl and then totally blew it against the Patriots. After that, it just does not seem like we got back the Atlanta Falcons. And for the Texans... Comparing them and Atlanta, it's not like they don't have offensive and defensive weapons on the field. But for some reason this season, they can't—they cannot win games. What's going on?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it definitely hurts when you lose a receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, but you have Brandon Cooks. I, I just think Bill O'Brien was not suited for the NFL. Uh, he was a great college coach. Uh, Mm I'll be at the one year that he was a college coach, uh, head coach, but some coaches are, are made for the collegiate level. And some coaches are made for the NFL. I don't think he was ever made for the collegiate level. I think Mm then also giving him total control where he was also the general manager. I don't think that's ever a good idea. Uh, There's always the rarity like bill Belichick is the rare situation in that, that he's successful doing both, but most coaches are not successful doing both. So I think that really was not the best situation for them uh, down in Houston and I think that ultimately led to him just he, he looked lost on the sidelines play calling and some of the play and some of the decisions he made he just he just looked lost. Yeah,
1: it, uh now let me ask you this. Do you think that these guys are going to be able to find another NFL job it may not be a head coaching job but do you think maybe towards the end of the year going into the next season that these guys will be up we've seen it a lot in the NFL hey uh, head coach no but we could use an offensive coordinator a defensive coordinator so do you think do you think they're done or do you think it's just a, they're not going to get another head coaching job but some sort of assistant coach or a coordinator position
2: I think Dan Quinn will probably become a coordinator. I don't think Bill O'Brien will be a coordinator. I think Bill O'Brien will go back down to college.
1: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um,
2: as far as, the, as, far as the, the two coaches that are there, I just don't think uh, – with everything that transpired in Houston, I don't think anybody would give him uh, a coordinator's job just because he went from being a head coach straight up to the, the NFL as a head coach and never was really a coordinator in the NFL the Dan Quinn was a coordinator before he became head coach. So a lot of times they'll revert back to being a coordinator until a head, of coping, head coaching job opens and then they will essentially do that. The Bill O'Brien will probably go back down to like a lesser D1 school um and coach there for a few years and try to build back up his resume. He may come back up into the NFL, but I think he'll go back down to college and just stay at college.
1: So, so if we were to say, if you had to pick one or the other, odds are Dan Quinn's got some sort of job next season in the NFL. Bill O'Brien, not so sure.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think they'll both find jobs. There's plenty. there going to be plenty of head coaching positions available out there, mm-hmm. especially at the end of the year when they start doing all the cuts and, and you start seeing other people lose their jobs. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if he went and coached somewhere else. Um, at the end of the season, kind of doing like what, uh, like a Jason Garrett kind of did where he was head like, coach and then moved down to like an offensive coordinator, something like right. that. Fair enough. All right, man. But yeah, uh, I, I will say this, there was one uh, before, before we move on, there was one thing that it's not really a highlight, but, uh, I just want to mention it because, uh, I feel like it needs to be mentioned. Um, so as everyone knows out there, I'm a huge Eagles fan. Um, and I almost... I never want to say that the put a game on the refs uh, or, or complain too much about the refs in a game uh, if my team didn't play well, but in the Eagles Pittsburgh game, it was just, it was absolutely awful. I know I talked to you off air about it, but the refs in that game. Uh, Here we go. And it was, it was not, it was, it was absolutely an awful game to watch. I, I, do not feel like the Steelers won that game. I think the refs gave them the game. I felt like the Eagles actually outplayed the Steelers in that game. Um, do you feel Rob? I, just, I do. I feel kind you of slighted. It. In. <laughs> there it is. Because um, it was a game that we could have won. Now we have to go to Baltimore and we have to win next week. We can't go one four and one. Although Dak Prescott getting injured kind of gives us a reprieve. I just i I really don't want to go into the postseason with a losing record. Like I don't want a, a team from our division to win the division with a losing record. Like that, that that irks me. Um, yeah, so well, I'd, ra- I mean, I'd rather rather go into it with a winning record. And and if if we're eight seven and one, I'm considering that a losing record. That that tie, I still don't consider it as. I consider that a loss. So
1: everyone has their opinion.
2: Is the glass you know wait, wait. is
1: the glass is the glass half full or half empty? Like, dude, I drink out of the bottle, man, you know? <laughs> but, I
2: don't I, I don't look at it, so
1: yeah, you know, exactly.
2: <laughs> oh Lord. Um, but, well, but we did we do have a ton of uh schedule changes since a, a few of the teams have been uh, just blown apart by COVID. You uh, know, and it's, it's,
1: it's, on, unlike baseball season. And we ragged on it all baseball season, so I'm not going to go there. But football season, my team is getting affected by this now. (laughs) Okay.
2: Yeah. So, um, just some of them. We had the uh, we had one of the game. We had a couple of the games today. The Patriots game that was supposed to be tomorrow got postponed to next week. The uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee versus Bills game that was supposed to be today got moved to Tuesday and is tentatively scheduled to be played on Tuesday, barring Tuesday. any more. An any NFL more. game on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah, it is. Barring
2: any, uh, barring any more positive COVID tests, uh, that will that will dictate whether they actually play on Tuesday. And then some of the other adjustments they have, they adjusted eight different teams coming up uh jets at chargers moved from week six to week 11 jets at or, or jaguars at chargers moved from week eight to week seven chargers at broncos moved from week 11 to week eight chargers at dolphins moved from week seven to week 10 dolphins at broncos moves from week six to week 11 um there's a bunch of other changes that they did but it uh, there's been a lot of talk this week about how the, they feel like the nfl's should shut the season down should, that they Shouldn't be playing, and that the like comes. They, they don't they don't <laughs> care about them. I disagree with all that. Like they want to they want to finish the season. They started this with the intent that they were going to finish finish okay. the season. So um, and
1: here's 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 the concern. Baseball looked like they were going to be okay, and as time went on, it got out of control. Football now looks like. It might be the only one that could dodge the bullet, and it didn't. Do you think? Yeah, I... Do you think, as far as COVID's concerned, that this is the worst we're going to see for football, or do you think there's more to come?
2: I think it, so. It was kind of like baseball. Like I think it's going to be a lot like baseball. They were. I don't think there was ever going to be a point where they weren't going to have this issue come up. Like I, I yeah. felt like they they kind of knew in the back of their minds, like this is a real possibility that we might have this issue. We can put all the all the structure in place, everything that we need to do, and it, it's still not going to stop what, what might happen. Um, so we are going to do all the measures that we can, and then we'll fix the schedule as need be, which is what they're doing. But I think right. a lot of it's going to be like baseball in the fact that we had – a couple of scares here or there but they adjusted the schedule and made it work i think that's kind of what we're seeing right now is they're seeing this outbreak but they're trying to control it and isolate these teams that are having the outbreak and moving schedules around until they can get negative tests and then once they get these negative tests then play the games and everyone's fine (sighs) yeah and kind of breathing (laughs) that that, that's kind of what it's going to end up coming down to so i don't see them Shutting down the season, I just see them reworking the schedules as we get later in the season. If they if they have to add a uh, an eighteenth week, I think they'll add an eighteenth week to play games, and mm-hmm. it may be only a few teams that have to play. And it's like it sucks, or, but that's the reality of the situation is that some teams may get buys or or I don't think they will do it where they won't every team won't play sixteen games. I don't think the NFL will ever do that, but I, they, there may be a thing at the end of the season where they have to add an extra week. Or you know what they might
1: do? uh, They might end up doing double headers. Like what was it uh, uh, this past week? We had uh, a Monday night football double header, not the first week of the season. Um, I think the way they do the schedule, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you get a a Thursday night football double header if you need to start making up games. I think extending this, I think they're going to try and fit the 16 weeks into the regular schedule. So, if you have to have double headers, switch by weeks, whatever, I don't think they're gonna add another week because that starts going into the playoffs. And those teams, a lot of those teams that they need that that week to catch a breather. Um, or you could be risking more injuries. So I could foresee double headers, more of them on the horizon if necessary.
2: Yeah, I, I think that I think if you start doing the double headers and you start moving days with the games, I, I just that gets to be a little bit too crazy um and i think a lot of players are going to blow back about that i think if you try to keep the i mean if you change the schedule at all like i think they're gonna be upset but i think if you try to keep it on the days like keep it on sunday or keep it on monday that's Mm -hmm. fine i i think the fact that they moved it to tuesday is just dumb bizarre (laughs)
0: it's bizarre
2: well because i mean I, i get it they're playing tuesday and then they're playing monday but then it's like Really, I, I feel bad. I kind of feel bad for your team because your team's getting screwed over here because they're playing on Tuesday and then they're playing on Monday, and then they're gonna to have to play Sunday. Like they get they get th- three weeks in a row where they get short shortened rest. They don't get a true normal week.
1: Well, um, I'll tell you for for my team, if they go through this and undefeated still, I'm not gonna say anything. If they go through this and it starts looking bad, I'm gonna blame it on the timeline. <laughs> I have an out. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. It's true. I, I mean I would I would the same way. Like I just it, it's only a couple of teams, but because of the way this the NFL schedule is with where they only have one bye and they only play once a week, it's hard to alter the schedule without making serious changes to it. And and you move one game, then you gotta move like three other games to make it work. And mm-hmm. uh that's that's kinda where they're at right now, is like the Tennessee had a, a bye week last week, so they can't not play this week because then they would have two bye weeks and then Like how does that work in terms of football of like players being off for such a long period of time? Like I can tell you right now, when they start playing, if they play on Tuesday, it's going to be a very sloppy game and you're going to see a lot of injuries because these players haven't played in almost two weeks or a week and a half. Yeah.
1: And they, they, uh, correct me if I'm wrong because of the, uh, because of the rules for the virus and whatnot, it's not like they were, well, we're not playing, but we can go to the team facilities to stay in shape and whatnot. They've been locked out of everything. Like you can't come you can't come and work out, you can't come and practice, can't do anything, stay home.
2: Yeah, well, I mean the, the, the Tennessee the Titans already got uh fined or are under investigation because the players held their own little workout at a high school football field. Naughty
1: naughty. When they say no, they mean no.
2: <laughs> well, supposedly they were told not to do it and they did it anyways, and then they got caught yeah. and they were like, We were never told, and like just kind of like
1: yeah, tried we to were play never anyway. told.
2: Yeah. Do you buy that and, one? And there, I know because there, there's like, <laughs> even the coach came out and said, I, "I I told you guys not to do this, and you guys did yeah. it anyways."
1: <laughs> so. well, well, you know, it, it it'll be an interesting week for football, nonetheless. Getting up to um the Thursday night game and next Sunday's mm-hmm. game. So obviously, you know, uh, if there's any big changes to the schedule or not, Chip and I'll make sure that we post it up on on Twitter and uh, keep you all aware of what's going on and. We'll try and keep up the news with our Discord uh, channel as well, so everybody can keep keep tab with all the happenings. But uh, I got uh, Madden NFL 21 gets freaky now. When you put that in the notes, I had a big question mark over my head. You you know I play Madden. Madden's my jam. Unfortunately, I haven't had a couple of weeks to play with everything going on in my personal life and whatnot but i was like what is he talking about i have to read this one and then read it twice
2: <laughs> yes yes it was, it was it was it's a bizarre I, I, again i haven't played madden since it was michael vick on the court uh, on the cover of it and i i just bought the one last year and was like nah it was not really i i like watching sports and i like playing the game but it it really was there was really no competition out there i was beating everybody by like three or four touchdowns and it was like okay um have to so, get a control in your hand and we'll play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I like, I don't know if this is something they normally do, but they added the Greek freak and his two brothers to Madden as players that you can put in their like back backyard style game called the yard, uh, yep. which I guess is like a online gameplay part of it. Um, I just, that's weird that's odd you're putting basketball players in there like and just making it up it, it kind of reminds me of like nba street when nba street used to play and you could like get just random characters in there and right like, do uh, me a favor
1: do me a favor before we continue because may, everybody may not be aware elaborate on the greek freak and his family who are they
2: Oh, you! I I can't say their names. So it's a Greek freak is the is yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna say. I'm not even try to attempt to say his last name. You, you set me up for that one. Um. So. Damn Giannis, right. <laughs> Giannis Costas and uh, Dionysius.
1: Giannis yeah, so plays sorry. for the Bucks.
2: Yeah, no Giannis plays Bucks. for the Bucks. Yes. Um. So does does not his, uh, his brother play for the Bucks too?
1: Yeah, one of his uh, brothers was like way down on the bench, I believe. -hmm.
2: Yeah, so two of them play for the Bucks, uh, and Greek Freak is like the probably one of the most popular, best players in the NBA. Top at least top five in the NBA, Um, and uh, you know everyone kind of knows if you know if you watch basketball games or you hear you hear about the Greek Freak, uh, and the fact that they they ended up putting him again putting him in a football game is just odd. Uh, to say the least, um, but I'll I thought that right was kind of interesting. So,
1: well, if I can use him as a wide receiver, man, I'm throwing those jump balls up there. I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, he's gonna sky one, uh, he, but he's not the first uh, NBA player to be put into a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, so LeBron James and Allen Iverson uh, it looks like they they dabbled in football, um, and they were they were put into the game, or they were, uh, how can I guess they were. Thought of to be put into the game, um, but they decided not to, so they they put the the Greek Freak Brothers. I'm gonna class what I'm gonna call them. I I, think it's
1: a good choice, if you ask me. I'm all right with that, right? Because, uh, if I ask you, you'll be like, no more LeBron love, right? But we're gonna save that for the NBA,
2: yes, yes, that's that man.
1: Now, I'm gonna give you a chance to toot your own horn here because I know this is gonna feel good. Next headline coming up is Fool's best Brady again, and this happened not too long ago. Fire away.
2: Yeah, uh, this Thursday night game, um, it was it was a very well-played game. I thought it, I didn't think Nick Foles was going to end up winning the game the way it started out. I thought Tom Brady's team was going to, the Buccaneers were going to just roll over the Bears, but they stayed in it. Nick Foles did enough to win the game for him, and then Tom Brady gave him a little help at the end by not realizing what down it was, and uh, throwing an incomplete pass on fourth down and then looking at the ref completely confused when he said all right uh chicago bears offense on the field he swore uh, he
1: thought it was third down man i mean you cannot you cannot 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 as the quarterback lose track of which down it is
2: yeah no that's 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 pretty bad um considering he's also supposed to be the greatest of all time and yeah forgets what down it is in the fourth quarter of a a game against a uh, NFC opponent that you kind of have to win—that's just not good. Not Let's a good be honest, your
1: team. If you're not a Tom Brady fan, you had a field day with this one.
2: Yeah, that, and that was like headline news because it's the it's the fourth down at the end of the game, and it pretty much lost them the game. So, oops. Uh,
1: <laughs> now oops that, right. to build on that, you and I had a discussion um, on our show a couple of weeks ago. About how you were just like eh. with the Thursday night football games, there was nothing that was really a bell ringer. When you looked at this on the schedule, there probably wasn't much to uh, to get excited
2: about. It was a good game. Yeah, no, I, I it was when I when we went through the list and at the beginning of the season, it was going to be like Brady versus Mitch Trubisky. I was like, eh, but Brady's versus Foles made it more of an interesting game mm-hmm. because it was kind of a return of the Super Bowl yet not because it's two there' with two uh, different teams but it's the same quarterback versus each other um, right so that it, it made for a good storyline uh, the Bears are surprisingly good this year so that made it even more interesting because uh, it's it's two very good teams going against each other uh, it's probably the second best Thursday night football game we've had all year. If I I say that,
1: so I was going to say the best one was going to be at the beginning of the season, Buffalo, Kansas city, but I got hosed on that one. Thank you, Tennessee. Uh, (laughs) um, Let me ask you this. We, when we talked about the bears, there's not much to talk about the Buccaneers. It's going to speak for itself, but the bears, we were questioning, we we were saying that it wasn't going to be a question of if, but when Foles comes in. Do you think it should have been sooner, or, or do you think they wanted to give Trubisky a fair shake and then went, okay, it's time?
2: Uh, I think it was, it was the right time. They, wanted, they gave him a fair shake and, and realized that he's, not, he's, he's pretty much hit his ceiling and taken him as far as he can take him. Um, and they need, a, they need somebody that's not going to be a risk taker, mm-hmm. and that's what Trubisky is. He, he takes a lot of unnecessary risks, throws a lot of balls that could be picked off, Nick Foles is going to do the safe throw. He's going to throw to a place where either receiver can get it or he's going to throw it out of, out of play. Like he, he plays smart from that standpoint. He's not going to throw on any unnecessary balls up there and, and, and throw it into double coverage or throw it anywhere where it could easily get picked off. Um, so I think it was, I think they realized that. And it it was realized, time. All right, we're going to, we're, we're going to move on from here. So
1: right. speaking of moving on, Um, for those of you that follow us on the network and those of you that joined, we have a fantasy football league going on. So, uh, the sports casters, myself and chip, uh, managed to get placed in separate divisions. Uh, I think that was fair and chip, we, uh, you and I went head to head last week and I said in our show that, you know, Hey. I'm going to bow to you. It it looks like I'm going to get my clocked clean. What was the final score of that game, Chip?
2: The final score was, uh, I think it was like 130 to 124. You Mm -hmm. ended up winning. Um, George Kittle somehow scored a third of your points. 40, (laughs) Yeah. And then him and Aaron Jones scored half your points uh, after I was up. I was up 65, and then they scored 70 points. So, yeah. I, I think yeah.
1: going in going into Sunday night football, correct me if I'm wrong, the gap was easily 50 because we were talking about it. And I'm like, short of a miracle, I don't know. It doesn't look good. And I took my hat off to you and said, hey, I'm looking forward to the rematch. When we got to work on Monday, we talked about it. And you're like, you know, it is what it is. And I'm like, look, it could still go either way. And your attitude was priceless. You're like, you know what, man? You, you got Aaron Jones starting on Monday night football. You know, hopefully something happens after the first snap. I mean, you just started throwing all sorts of stuff at me. And then I know because we like, do we do draft Kings on Monday night, you're like, you don't want to see anything. Don't touch the ball, Don't run the ball. Don't uh, catch the ball. Just you know, put them on the bench. Have a bad game. like you you were throwing out everything, including the kitchen sink, but you didn't get your wish,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah no, unfortunately, I didn't. I ended up losing the game. Uh, I ended and. Uh, you know you're still undefeated i don't know i don't know how you and then the our matchup in the rest of the season is gonna go but yeah right now i'm winning this week uh but we'll see i think it all hinges on the quarterback play uh i just i had i had a very bad week in fantasy this week um in both my leagues and i had a bad week last week because you ended up beating me so you know, we'll see. We'll see how it is. I, I got really, I got really screwed over because I have a lot of Patriots and I have a lot of Tennessee players on my teams, and I had to take them off because their games okay. got postponed. So I'm getting, I'm getting really affected by COVID here. I had to, I had to go into free agency and pick up some random running back that isn't going to get me any points. So,
1: so let's, um, as it stands right now, as of this very minute, let's go ahead and look at our league. Uh, we have uh, Team Football Lord, who is one in 1-3, against the Florida Triers, who are 1-3. in three. Team Football Lord is up 137.6 to 86.84. Um, let's see what we got here. Team Football Lord has two players yet to play. Florida Triers has one in play and one to play. So depending on the roster, Team Football Lord is probably going to pull that one out. Uh, he's projected 161.7. Uh, my Pictatorship, who is two and two, against Lakewood Wranglers, who are two and two. The score is one thirty-five. My Pictatorship to Lakewood Wranglers, one fifteen. Lakewood Wranglers has two guys in play. My Pictatorship has one guy in play. So, uh, depending on how that goes, um, two players versus one player in play. I guess the question is: is the one guy that's in play how high is he going to run the score up? Uh, we also got the Hatfield Eagles our own sportcaster Chip 74.72 with a 3 and 1 record against team David and David I know you're watching man and I want to tell you you've had a good start to the season so far you're 2 and 2. Uh Chip your current score is 74.7 with one in play and one to play. Dave's got uh 0 in play and two to play yet. Uh the projection is is that Dave might beat one of the sportscasters, man. And yeah. finally, <laughs> finally, because I'm going to have some humble pie here. Inverness Dire Wolves currently one in three with a score of 151.76 with one to play against my Whitesboro Whack Jobs. Three in play, one to go. And my score, Chip, is worse than I had against you last week. I am down by one. 100 points
2: dear lord
1: (laughs) that that says it all right there (laughs) i i don't think i'm gonna catch lightning in a bottle twice and if i do if i do if i catch lightning in a bottle twice just give me the league championship right now okay that's it
2: You'd you'd be the luckiest person in the league that's for sure yeah
1: I you had a bad day. I had a horrible day. <laughs> None of my players showed up, but yeah, uh, I take got, it
2: back. <laughs>
1: yeah, I um, I've got a, about a quarter of my slate plus playing in the late game right now, and I got to tell you, they're all Seattle. So there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean Seattle's losing right now, so we'll see.
1: It's early. It's Minnesota. Trust me, Minnesota will blow it. Oh,
2: we're live.
1: Whoops, I can't edit that.
2: <laughs> um, are gonna I, get in trouble on Friday.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I do want to say though, uh, we we love the engagement and the feedback we're getting, um, from the channel and our in our fans joining the fantasy league. This was a great idea. Uh, it's it's been a chance to have some camaraderie, and for some that don't know. Uh, much about football. I, I gotta tell you, they are catching on quick. No doubt about it.
2: Absolutely. Um and I just want to say, uh point out David did say he posted up in our, our chat that we're having here that uh actually Football Award is done. Um that all the players that are yet to play are on his bench. So no really yeah according that's what David just posted up in our chat. So I'm gonna have uh, to thanks, check David. that out. So well will yeah check it out but I trust them. <laughs> um, so we can move on to the uh, the NBA. Miami made a series of it. They won the won a game in the other night uh, by the skin of their teeth. Jimmy Butler is playing out of his mind, um, but unfortunately, it looks like their road to the finals and to the NBA championship is going to fall just short. They are currently down 61-34, to 34, with a minute oh. left in the second. Uh, um, that... They are n- not playing well whatsoever. Uh, Lakers are shooting 57%, and they're shooting 33%. Uh, yeah, it does not look good.
1: Man, that's a total shutdown. I... Yeah, and it was Oof. scary
2: earlier Oof. in the game. LeBron got hurt, but he looks like he's playing through it. And yeah, it does not look good for them. Uh but I think we kind of expected the Lakers to run away with it. We said that in the beginning that we thought that the Lakers were just were gonna beat them, that the only way that Miami was gonna end up winning is if they shot the ball well. Um and I think they just ran out of steam and they're just their shots are way off and, and it, it it's it's not it's leading to easy baskets for the Lakers on the other end. So it's unfortunate, but they 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 were the Cinderella story. They beat a lot of teams that they weren't really supposed to beat and made it into the finals when no one gave them a chance. Um, it's unfortunate that the Lakers are going to be the ones that win it, but eh, it's what happens? Well,
1: funnier things have happened. <laughs> we'll say that. Can you see Miami coming back from this deficit at this point? They're down 28 points, but it's at the half. The coach in the locker room's making adjustments. He's given the, the pep talk. We've been in tough situations. We can work our way out of this. On the other side, the Lakers are going, look, don't do anything stupid. How many times have we had that conversation, man? Don't do anything stupid. J- just finish the game. What 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 are you feeling on this? Do you think the Heat can – can the Heat pull off another upset and force this to game seven, or is this done?
2: So, yeah, they can absolutely get hot and just – and the Lakers can go cold. Like, you can have a a reverse of the first half to the second half and have them come back. It's very, very unlikely that that actually happens. Um, You're playing against – a Lakers team that has a lot of veterans on there. Plus you have LeBron on that team. Um, I just, I, I don't see that transpiring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because if say LeBron goes cold, you still have Anthony Davis there that can score. It'll be very unlikely that both of them go cold. Um, Barring any serious injury, like, or foul trouble. Or foul trouble, like LeBron. You know how
1: the refs have been in this this series.
2: Well, this series hasn't (laughs) been as bad as it's been before. This series, it's actually been called pretty much down the middle. It's just – (laughs) Still. Miami Miami is led by one veteran and a lot of second- and uh, three-year-old veterans. They're good, man. Not not guys with a lot of experience. So this has definitely been a good experience for them, but at the same time – I think that it's
1: LeBron and AD <laughs> yeah,
2: they just, they just don't have enough power, like star power or enough talent on their team to overcome the obstacles that they need to come.
1: Fair enough. Well, uh, I mean, as far as the NBA updates go, that's going to cover it for now. Uh, you know, and it, barring anything big or whatnot, while we're carrying on through the show, we'll shoot out some updates uh, out there and let you know how the game is going. So uh, we'll close up shop with the NBA for now, Chip. We're going to move on to Major League Baseball. Um, I'm sure you felt my pain the other day when the Yankees were eliminated by the race. I had a moment yeah. of silence. I had a moment. But on the record, and, and I told you, you know, you want to bang the drum for your team. But I told you, I've got a funny feeling about this. I don't want the Yankees playing the race. And we found out why, didn't we? <laughs>
2: yes, um, I, I, it went to the final game, and I, 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 I saw the final score, and my first thought was, "Wow, Don's not going to be happy at all."
1: I'm a um, realist. I took my medicine. I'm a realist. <laughs> <sighs>
2: yeah, it, I, it, it hurt. Tampa Bay is playing out of their mind. Um, I believe they're losing right now to the Houston. Yes. It is uh,
1: the top of the fourth inning and the hated Houston Astros are up one to nothing.
2: Which when I saw the ALCS and the NLCS matchups, the first thought that came across my mind is it's going to be Houston versus LA.
1: Got it. I'm telling you right now. Mm. <laughs> That's going to be bad it's news, gonna, brother. That's going to be bad news.
2: It's going to be entertaining baseball. No, I take that back. It's going to be entertaining.
1: Period. There may not,
2: there, there may, there may not be much baseball played mm-hmm. um, because there's going to be a lot of backstory and a lot of hatred between those two teams and those two players on those two Correct. teams. So while
1: while we're at it, why, why don't we go back in and uh, take a look at the bigger picture here? First of all, you and I both had some humble pie because neither of us thought Houston was going to make it this far.
2: Correct. We, I, thought houston was a product of their cheating they're not a product of their talent
1: not to mention they had a roster cleaning um and they had injuries they they are not the team that they were even a few seasons ago but i think this could be a motivating motivating factor for them going hey we can do this without the cheating and man oh man they're showing it (laughs) without question
2: yeah um i mean I, i guess they didn't really need to cheat to win, but I just it has been it's been a crazy baseball season. Yes, with you know compounded by a crazy postseason, and the fact that the Houston Astros, which we were, were I believe seventh, six, six seed, sixth, they were the mm-hmm. six seed, is mm-hmm. now winning and could go on to go to the world series. That's just crazy. Right. Um, and good.
1: And I was going to say in the, in the national league championship series, you got one versus two. Is that a big surprise Dodgers versus Braves?
2: No, I think, I think that was pretty much expected. Um, the only team that you could have, yeah, I just think that's expected. I I think everyone expects LA to just come out of the NL, um, easily. Um, I just don't see, the Braves putting up much of a fight. I, I could see that being a sweep or Brave, Braves I mean, bats have been hot lately. The, those guys yeah, are swinging but, away. So but the Dodgers have the bats and they also have the pitching staff, uh, the Braves haven't pitched, haven't faced anybody that has the pitching staff that the Dodgers have. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so let me, so let, let's, I mean, you've got four teams right now. Two teams are going to go on. So uh, some scenarios we were talking about locally here in in our market, there are a lot of people that would like to see a Tampa Bay Rays versus Atlanta Braves World Series. That'd be pretty interesting, right? I mean, not too much separates them. Um, A Tampa Bay number one seed versus Los Angeles number one seed, Um, that is a lot of pitching and, and hitting power right there. That'd be an interesting scenario. Houston and the Dodgers. This is the one where everyone is – if we get Houston and the Dodgers, I don't know, man. I think that they're going to need extra security for that one. And then, of course, your other scenario is Houston and Atlanta. I don't know how vested people would be in that game. I think Houston versus Atlanta would be the lowest of my choices. Uh, Where where do you see that potential match? I think Houston and Atlanta, nobody really wants – a Houston, Atlanta. The other possibilities, there's a story behind all of them.
2: Yeah, Houston, Atlanta is probably the least favorite, like least interesting matchup to see. Mm-hmm. Um, LA, L.A. Houston is probably going to be your, your most interesting. Uh, Tampa Bay, Atlanta is probably right in the middle. Um, maybe just a little bit above Houston, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, just just because i I mean I guess because no one would have expected Tampa Bay and Atlanta to be in there, so that's kind of interesting the Houston Atlanta would be kind of interesting because of Houston and how they cheated and now they're back there anyways there's some storyline there right uh Tampa Bay versus l a your storyline is the two top teams in each division in each uh in each um league, so there's definitely a storyline there mm-hmm. um. But the biggest storyline from a, from a media standpoint or from a, a TV viewership standpoint is going to be Houston, L.A. because you're going to tune into that just – it's like – The rematch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Fraser like,
1: Ali 2,
2: you know? Like, here we go. It's like people don't watch NASCAR to watch people make left turns all day. They watch CC crashes, and that's basically what you're going to be tuning in. You're going to tune in not necessarily to see who wins or loses, but to tune in to see if there's any drama that happens.
1: Oh, oh! there would be drama. I'm sorry. And remember, at the beginning of the season, uh, when fines were coming out and comments were being made, and Major League Baseball just came out and said, you know, we all know what you're thinking. Don't do it. Don't say it. In a generalization, now you could have these two teams face each other in the World Series. I can only imagine the press releases coming out of Major League Baseball's office. I can only imagine. Like, the first the first player to get hit by a pitch, he's out for the series. That's it. That's going to be the end of it.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine the the memos that the league's going to send to each one of the owners and each one of the GMs and the coaches, basically saying that even the players. Gonna... <laughs> well, yeah, it's like go the, from the, the top
1: the... down, top down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not behave yourselves. Like, <laughs> if, if there's any type of brawl or bench clearing or. If there's any type of malarkey going on, we are they're they're gonna send They're gonna set an example for that first person.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it happened a few times uh, this season. Who was it, Joe Kelly? Yeah. When and, and he was like, you know, I can't believe they threw me out. Like you were warned. <laughs> you knew. Yeah. They told you. Know
2: you.
1: Yeah. But don't act surprised. You know, it, it's like the the kid in school that says, you know, no talking during class. And then he gets caught in class and be like, well, I don't remember you telling me that.
2: that. <laughs> so it's like, they, they they gonna say, Hey, we're, we're going to, we're going to send you home. If you do this, like if you talk in class, use that example. And yeah. he goes, Oh, okay. And then he starts talking in class and then they send him home. And he's like, well, I didn't really think you were actually going to do it.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe um, they did it.
2: <laughs> it's like, it's like, I thought that was an empty threat. Like, no, like,
1: no, it's legit. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's definitely
2: the most interesting storyline.
1: So, I mean, we're we're just going to have to sit here and wait. By the time we get ready for the next show, uh, we will be closing in on the series. Uh, We may not – we're not going to be at a World Series game, but we will either have a good idea of who's going to the series, or on our next show, we're going to be giving the final answer on who's going to the series. The ALCS runs until – October 17th, the NLCS, the final game, if necessary, would be October 18th. So we could very well be uh, doing our show next week, uh, which in what would be, it'd be a game seven, right? Championship series going seven games, correct?
2: Uh, I believe so, but I don't know if they changed that because they're trying to streamline the season and not have it go too far into November. Gotcha. Or too far into October, so.
1: So, well, the World series, World series 2020 is going to be played on October 20th till the 28th, uh, unless there's a four-game sweep by the Dodgers. <laughs> uh, then it will take less time than that. Um, inter- I want to bring out an interesting fact, though, uh, because they kind of – the Major League Baseball did a bubble for these teams. They all played in their respective homes for the wild card series, starting with the divisional series and the championship series. They were all put in a bubble. So my question for you is this, and tell me, you know, see it, how are you like? Give me your honest answer. So uh, Tampa played the Divisional Series in San Diego. Now they're in the Championship Series, which is still staying in San Diego in the same ballpark. Houston uh, played in Los Angeles, and then they moved to San Diego. So Tampa, uh, if you want to talk home field advantage, Tampa is a little more familiar uh, with the field at this point. They played a couple extra games people kind of look at you nuts when you're like, well, you know, what do you mean familiar with the field? You know, uh, in, in, baseball, just, uh, the distance to the center field, left and right field, you get a feel for the turf, you know, is, is the ball fast? Is it slow? There's a whole bunch of things that go into it. So Tampa kind of has a little bit of a home field advantage. They've played a couple extra games in San Diego, but my question for you and here it comes, uh, the Dodgers played the Divisional Series in Arlington. They're playing the NLCS in Arlington. And the World Series, again, is being played in Arlington. So if the Dodgers make their way to the World Series, they play the Divisional Series, the Championship Series, and then the World Series all at the same field. Does that give them any kind of an advantage?
2: It absolutely does gives them a significant advantage not only do you know how how the how the ball is going to roll in certain ways on the field but you also get better acquainted with the dimensions of the field so like an outfielder that has to run and make a fly ball isn't scared that they're going to hit the fence because they already know how far they have to run before they get to the fence uh if you ever watch a pre-game or the warm-ups uh batting practice you'll see outfielders go out and do fly balls, and they'll have like the coaches throw it close to the fence so they get an idea of them looking at the ball and where the fence is, so that they get an idea of, oh, I can run this far and not run into the wall because running into the wall would suck. So, um, you'll see a lot of outfielders do that, or uh, you know, there's certain ballparks that have that are bigger than others. So, like a center fielder has more area they have to cover, and they'll be able to they'll they'll have to know like how where they need to play if there's a foul ball and or there's a ball hit to them and it might be a deep ball like how far back do they have to play so that they can e- easily ha- run up and grab it if it's short or they have to uh, run and go to the wall and will they get there before it? So there's a lot of dynamics that go into having. Uh, familiarity with the field
1: so so you agree then that that assuming we'll say assuming the dodgers make it to the world series let's be honest you and i both think they're going to crush the braves um la definitely has a home field advantage here without question no matter who they play
2: absolutely
0: So,
1: so that should make them the heavy favorite I mean, they they seem to be favored in Vegas already, but that's just like the icing on the cake.
2: Yep. Just, <laughs> like I yep, think there's that, no other way to put it. <laughs> yep, there's no really other way to put it. It's gonna it's gonna be they're gonna have a s- distinct advantage over whoever comes in there and tries to play. And I think they should have almost done the World Series in a neutral place that neither team has played in. But this is what they decided to come up with. This is what they figured out, and you know, it is what it is. We'll see how it is next week when they when they get there. Right.
1: You know, what? for for sports, I I think for an idea for merch, we'll do a Sports Casters Anonymous shirt, right? And then we're just gonna put underneath sports. It is what it is, because <laughs> that's the way the season's gone with COVID for all for all these teams. It's just like eh, it is what it is. Deal with it. <laughs> Not
2: yeah, yeah, much it you just, can do about it it happened. Move on. Let's, let's, let's look into the future and how we can adapt rather than looking in the past and be like, how did it happen? Like, just move on.
1: Right. All right, man. Let's head yeah, up the NHL.
2: Easy. NHL. Um, the season's over, but they started the off season right after the season ended, which we had, we had said a few weeks ago. Uh, so they had the draft and they had the beginning of free agency. I will be honest. I completely forgot that. It was going to be like that, and I just like turn in ESPN. and I'm like, This player signing here, that player signing here, this player signing here. I'm like, Why is everybody signing? Like, what happened? And then I looked and realized there was oh, the no agency <laughs> <laughs> the free agency Whoops. had opened up, and I was like, Oops, it's like, All right, that makes Not more sense. More. <laughs> um, remember, you know, of- wh-
1: you know, you know, what, remember how we were just talking about that there's an overload in sports, and that's what happens,
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, there's been a lot of uh, movement from players, and I guess one of the the big things is uh, Brading Holtby, the uh, Capitals' starting goalie, went mm-hmm. to the Vancouver Canucks. Interesting. Uh, the Capitals signed uh, Henrik Lundqvist from the Rangers for mm-hmm. a one year deal. Uh, Who's going to be their backup? I mean, uh, the Capitals had two good quarter uh, do two good goalies, so the one goalie leading is not. Uh, unexpected uh matt, M- matt murray signed with the senators um there was a, i mean there's a lot you, there you guys can definitely go through and read it all but there's been a lot of player movement which there usually is with free agency um i just feel like with this year there's just been a lot more free agency on um, roids man <laughs> it's got to be yeah i mean there's players are, uh, in the contracts for hockey are nowhere near what it is for other sports so like pole. When you send someone <laughs> some, signs for four years, 20 million, you just kind of like, "Oh, that's a big contract for them. Um, In the, football, guess, that
1: would be a one-year deal, 20 million. Yeah.:
2: The, the biggest one was uh, the St. Louis Blues signed defenseman Tory Krug, uh, which is he was, I guess graded out as the, one of the best players on the market. Uh, he signed yes. a seven-year contract worth 45 million. Um good deal
1: that's a big again, deal in hockey man that's, that's a, a really that's good a contract big
2: deal yeah uh, so a lot of the contracts are, are going to be 3 or 4 million for the most part but um there's been some some definitely some big names coming off the list uh, unfortunately my flyers have been crickets over there um they haven't done anything uh so that kind of sucks <laughs> but <laughs> Um, I mean, we have a lot of young talent that they're going to probably bring up. They're not, probably not going to sign many players. And if they do, they're going to be veterans that are looking on cheap deals. Right. Uh, like
1: one-year options, just here, I'm going to give you one, one last chance or that's that missing piece, see how it plays yeah. out. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, we basically, like, with the Flyers, they have their top, like, two, three lines intact. So they just mm-hmm. need, like, the fourth line and maybe a couple of reserve players. Uh, They don't necessarily need a lot of big-name hockey guys in there. Uh, The major thing that we need is our defense needs to get better. So uh, I'm looking for them to sign a a defensive player. Um, But whenever you you have movement like this, usually the next year it just becomes even more insane. Uh, And with the fact that we don't even know how next year is going to look as far as the schedule and how many games, um, this already looks pretty pretty insane. Um, so it's going to be out for a good, good hockey season.
1: Right, man. Uh, we also got, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the draft grades.
2: Yeah. So, so uh, how,
1: how did, how did the draft go? Yeah. The, the MB or the NFL draft is the one where they just really ring the bell on. It's a big spectacle. Everybody, you know, everybody watches it. Oh my God, what happened? You know, the other sports. You don't really hear anything unless you're a diehard fan for that sport. So based on the draft grades, uh, who, according to the experts, they didn't ask us who, uh, who did really well and who be, who was subpar?
2: Um, So one of the teams that did very well uh, in the draft, it would be the Rangers. They had the number one overall pick um, and they got what was expected to be the number one pick. So they didn't blow it uh mm-hmm. the ducks oh, they the did ducks it guys. they did it right <laughs> yes yes they actually made uh so the the teams that the espn graded out as a was the ducks the kings the rangers like i said um those were the three teams that got an a a-minus was the senators and it was the senators um the carolina Hurricanes is going to be plus Devils going to be plus shark's going to be plus Um, and then it goes flames or B and it goes down from there. Um, so
1: I got to ask you, where were my sabers? Because I didn't hear a
2: or B, uh, that I will look up. Just got to give me one second. I'm going through it. We're, we're still on B here. Uh, B minus. They got a B minus.
1: Okay. I'll take it. Okay. It's above average.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's better than the flyers. (laughs) The flyers got a C plus,
1: um, you and I are in the same boat. We're splitting hairs at that point.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you also have to understand, like, the hockey draft is kind of like baseball draft, as in the players, that get drafted right away, unless they're the number one overall pick, don't usually go to the NHL right, right away. They, they go down usually, to the farm club. Yeah, they're in the minors for, year, for a couple of years, and then they get brought up once they were in the system, and they... Um, Build up the talent level, I guess you could say, because a lot of them come in and they're either really good scorers or really good skaters, or they play defense really way really well, and they have to be pretty much taught how to play two way so, hockey. So, um, so as so as the miners,
1: as the professionals like to say, it, they're taught what the yeah, the mechanics, right? Or yeah. they're they're intangibles or whatever. Blah, 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 you want to to basically come out and say. We're teaching them what they don't know.
0: <laughs> is yeah, what it yeah. is. So,
2: yeah. So it's not. It's not like uh, football or basketball, where basically when you get drafted, you go straight into the the team and, and have a spot on the team. Where you're on the bench until you one of the until you learn the system. This is like you stay in the minors for probably like two or three years and then you get brought up. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit different. Like. A lot of the t- a lot of the players that are going to get drafted, you're not going to see a, see them next year on a team like scoring all these goals. Um, you're going to see them probably in the minors, lighting it up in the minors, or uh, the making their sure. name for them. So, yeah, and then mm-hmm. and then they'll get promoted up to the NHL. Uh, but right. I do want to say this a little bit off topic, but I just saw it come across my news feed. Uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, Prescott, we can't talk Dak Prescott. Um. Had a compound fracture of his ankle and is is set to have surgery tomorrow on it. Season's over. Yeah, um, that's that's not good. Season's done. Nope.
1: So, Uh, what do they have for a backup quarterback down there in Big D?
2: Andy Dalton. Yeah, I suppose he had a compound fracture and dislocation of his right ankle. So, that's not good.
1: Well, considering the way the Cowboys have been playing, Let's see what Big Red does, huh? I mean, Andy Dalton did good things for Cincinnati. I wouldn't say he was a great quarterback, um, but he did put together quite a few winning seasons, so I'd be anxious to see uh, how he uh, gels with this offense. Uh, What's your take
2: on it? I still put my, what I've said since the beginning of the year, that the Cowboys will score a lot of points, but they won't be able to stop anybody. Fair enough. (laughs) So so if you need
1: garbage points in your fantasy roster, by all means, pick someone from Dallas. Is that what you're telling me? But don't expect them to win the game. uh,
2: I would, I would, if you need some garbage points, I would go to the Dallas, whoever they're playing. And I'd pick people on either offense because they're going to put up a lot of points and they're going to give up a lot of points. So your (laughs) running backs and your wide receivers are going to get a lot of points.
1: Damn. Right. We tell it like we we call it like we see it. Right. <laughs> no, <hold> <laughs> right, man, let's go ahead and uh, jump to our random topics of the show, which we have joked in previous weeks. It should be called random topics or maybe college sports. Uh, this week, we actually have college with another random topic. So, it, you know, we're trying to mix it up a little bit more. But college football, man. How was our weekend?
2: There were a lot of upsets. Um, I wouldn't say there was a lot of upsets. There were a few upsets. Uh, Florida got upset by Texas A&M, which I think was pretty big. I didn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Real and, and Texas, ranked number 22, got, I guess, upset by Oklahoma. It is considered an upset since Oklahoma wasn't ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, most of the uh, LSU lost again, um, which is crazy. Um, with that team because they just won the national championship last year and now they're and one and two. They
1: missed Joe Burrow.
2: <laughs> More ways than one. Uh, oh, yes. Destroyed Miami, which I don't think anybody uh, anyway guessed that wouldn't happen. Uh, oh. Alabama destroyed Old Miss and uh, it came out afterwards that. Nick Saban was not happy at the fact that the other team scored 48 points. Well, I don't think it really matters, Nick Saban, when you score 63 points. So, shush. Um,
1: Yeah, in the NFL, they would go, that a win's a win. Nick Saban, our defense sucked. We gave up 48.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we scored sixty three. So uh, the, they scored forty two points in the second half. Okay, give me a break. I wish, I wish, I wish I had a team that scored that many points
1: in the second <laughs> so, half. Let alone, <laughs> yeah, or, or you meant forty two. Period.
2: Uh, yeah, forty two. Period. I would be happy with that.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> so, um, but um, I told
1: I told you the landscape was crazy for college football, and again, we still do not have teams that have played yet. Correct me if I'm wrong. We're still waiting for the Big Ten.
2: Yeah, and uh, looking at the standings, you have one, two, three, four, five Big uh, five Big Ten or Pac-12 teams that haven't played yet that are in the top ten.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> See? <laughs>
2: with, with, Just, with a zero and zero record. Yeah, like, I'll tell oh,
1: you right uh, now, man. I'll tell you right now. When they start playing, if you think the the rankings in in the upsets and whatnot were like a total train wreck before, just wait, because they're going to be going up against teams that are four, five, six, seven, eight games into their season, and these Big Ten players are coming in fresh. <laughs> that is going to be a problem.
2: Yeah, it's it's it'll be it'll make out for an interesting. Uh committee vote when they try to do for the for the playoff um, mm-hmm. hey who knows this might push them over the, the hump to add more teams to the, the college playoff
1: <laughs> good luck <laughs> um, not a chance and, that, that's going to be a yeah, big mess
2: yeah yeah I mean it, it took them what how many years to at least have a playoff before they decided to go with that
1: oh yeah I mean, you know what I thought you know what? When when we're off air, when we're at work, when we're just conversing about life in general, and we we talk about politics and what a mess the politics are in our country, the politics in college football is probably like ten times worse.
2: <laughs> it's
1: yeah, it's bad. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> so. It, yeah, God only knows the outcome that we're going to get from this season. But I'll tell you right now, uh, if anything, because of COVID and conferences starting at different dates and there's going to be all sorts of questions about holiday bowl games, uh, you know, they're worried about a second second wave of corona. Um, bowl games are big income, you know, bowl games all through December leading into January, almost every day, every weekend cash cows for these schools and these teams you might not get that. And then the, the question is going to come up about the playoff and, and the national championship. I think based on all of that, I, I think because of the circumstances with all the politics and college football, with everything that's happened this year, y'all need to sit down and have a conversation uh, because it was always thought that one or two things could really derail the whole system as it is now. And this did it. It's total chaos now. So for this season, I don't expect to see too much to happen as far as changes, but I have no doubt for the off season and going into next year, there's going to be some major
2: overhauls taking
1: place with NCAA football.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then the final random topic we have is that Conor McGregor is coming back to the sport and is scheduled to fight Dustin Poirier for a second time. Um, the bad boy of <sighs> UFC is back. Just I, It was a random topic that I figured I'd throw in there. Not that we really care that much about him, but... Um,
1: I'm cutting so. this out of the video. <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's not easy. Uh, you know, it, I'm not gonna say anything if y'all want to figure out what's going on, go ahead and read it. Chip and I have, have bashed Connor McGregor more than once since we've started this show, and it, it
2: uh, he's 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 an entertainer <laughs> in a, a UFC a UFCers body.
1: Seriously, seriously,
2: I mean, that's like, any, any way he can... <laughs> I'm agonizing team, over this. It's like, it's, like, it's like, he is the ultimate, like, WWE personality meets UFC. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, anything he can do to, like, portray this certain image of, like, him being a bad boy and, like, don't care about anybody. And uh, I'm, like, the toughest man on the planet kind of being he'll do when he's... Yeah, he's a great he's a great fighter, but you don't need all that other hoopla to know that you're a great fighter.
1: No, you got it anyways.
2: <laughs> just win your match and that that'll that'll signify yeah. it.
1: And shut up when you do it, please, for the love of god, yes. just All right, man. So, uh we're going to move on from here to a new segment since we're live. And as the show becomes more popular, I'm sure we will have a way lot more to discuss. So we're going to move on to the viewer interaction. Let's take a look here and see who we got. Uh, Not too much chatter going on on the stream. So I'm going to call out somebody. David, are you out there, buddy?
2: Uh, He did post up on here, I will say, he posted up on our our Twitch stream here that uh, he has us to explain a little bit more about what draft grades mean. Um, so draft grades are analysts that basically, like, so ESPN analysts will take everybody, their their list of, of players that they've scouted and where teams picked them and where they were projected to go and how well they think they mesh with the team from a, what they needed versus what they picked. And uh, basically it's, it's an analyst's, Way of saying whether they had a successful draft or not. Uh, It has no it has no bearing on where what level the player is at. It's more of like how does this player fit with this team? Did we expect this player to go at this pick, or did this team really reach for this for this certain player? And how many players did they reach for, or did they get a really high value? Did they pick somebody that was supposed to go higher that they picked lower? and like what value they got with their draft picks um, that could potentially be stars. Uh, Again, it's all speculation and you could have, you could have an A grade draft and then in two years it was a bust.
1: Bust. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And what's uh, interesting, uh, like I said earlier, probably the one that's most viewed and scrutinized is Draft grades for an NFL draft. Man, oh, man, Chip. You and I have seen some amazing, what looked on paper like amazing drafts, and they're like, oh, this is an A draft, and then just totally just bombed. So, yeah. Uh, again the, the NFL seems to be the standard uh, for scrutiny on that. um Dave did throw another question out there, and I want to address it with him because he brought it out in um, Discord earlier. You want to know if it's a good time to talk about participation trophies or referees? Uh, Chip, pick one. Are we going to discuss participation trophies or referees? Your choice.
2: I I will do. I will choose the participation trophies for this Um, week. Deal. Have at it. Uh, There's there's too much that I could say on the referees, and that that (laughs) that'll take too long. Uh, I'm going to
1: buy you a drink first before you elaborate on that topic.
2: Yeah, one might not do enough. Anyways, um, so participation trophies. Essentially, my quarrel with them is they have they have devalued the point of sports of a winner. Nowadays, uh, a lot of times teams or or kids will just show up for a sport and they'll get a participation trophy rather than actually playing in the sport and having a championship and winning it and getting like a first place trophy. Uh, I I know when I grew up, I got like a little trophy at the end of the year that said, Hey, thanks for playing in our season. But there was always uh, a team that won the league and got a better trophy or got a bigger trophy. or got like what we call a first place trophy. Um, I don't think they should have participation trophies. I think that that was something that was put out there as a, hey, we want to make sure it's fair for everybody. But it kind of takes away the fact that sports are something that you have to work hard. You have to be committed to. Like sports teach you when you're younger, a lot of good uh, habits that you can take out into your world or into your real life. And I think that adding participation trophies kind of puts a mentality of, of quote unquote entitlement that like all I have to do is show up and I'll get a trophy. Like that's not really what it is. You need to show up and work hard and be committed. To then achieve what you need to achieve,
1: um, the the participation so. trophies. Uh, also, to to build on that is, we we get why they do it in in this day and age. It, you want to be inclusive, especially when you're a younger kid playing t-ball or 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 aso you know soccer, or whatever you know. The, the kids that do the best get a trophy. The other kids didn't get a trophy. Well, I wanted a trophy when I didn't get a trophy. I tried hard. Um so it, it's kind of to make sure that there's not hurt feelings they said hey thanks thanks for playing here's your reward the issue that i have with it is is uh what you're establishing early on you know as tip build upon is hard work the, the hard work that you put in the extra effort here's your reward you can't always win you can't always win you're not always going to be on the winning team uh when i was growing up in sports i did not get participation trophies you know and it was well if you want the trophy you need to work harder and that taught me lessons as i got older in life that you're not always going to win did you try your hardest did you do your best yes did you get the outcome that you wanted no so that gives you that drive and ambition for some of us to take the bull by the horns and go let's work harder from there that applied to my work life, uh, in my career. So it, to me, participation trophies kind of cheapen it. That's, that's where I'm at on it.
2: Chip? Yeah. Um, there, there's, there's one movie that I, I, I relate to with, with the whole participation trophies. It, it, it's called parental guidance with, with Billy Crystal. And basically there's a, a part in it where, and this is a little bit of the extreme where they have this, these kids playing i don't know i don't forget whether it's t-ball or it's little league and they don't keep score they just go out there and they play and they everybody's a winner at the end of the of the of the game and uh billy crystal who's like a, the grandparent in the movie is like this is ridiculous like we should have like, this is america's pastime like we should have score like this is how you play sports this is how you learn and they kind of explains it in a way that you kind of look at it and you go like this is totally true and I think that by having participation trophies, I agree with Don on all the points. I, I just think that one of the big things is like you have to put the time and effort and you, and you have to find something that you're good at and you may not win, but it's, it's learning from losing and moving on and accepting the loss and being like, hey, I failed this time, but I'm going to come out next time and work harder or I'm going to come out next time and overcome the loss um and and be better next time or or i'm gonna understand that and and i don't think i think participation trophies are like like they make everybody a winner and when uh kids go out into the real world and they then don't get these participation trophies or 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 they don't have this like structure of like oh i i just have to do this and i win they they kind of lose that uh, coping mechanism i guess you could say yes Yes.
1: So I, I, uh, I hope uh, that answers that questions. Uh, for, for the referees, we are definitely going to talk about that another time, uh, maybe when the majority of the sports are having an off season, <laughs> which is not going to be anytime soon. But um, we, we are definitely going to save the referees uh, for another day. Uh, great questions. We appreciate the questions. And uh, we hope we shed some light on the subject. Uh, and conveyed our understanding. Yes. All right. So and I,
2: I, I will say this before we move on. Um, there are arguments on both sides and I understand both sides of the argument. That's just our opinions on it. And with the referees, if there's something in particular you want us to say or touch on, uh, let us know. Uh, Cause there's, there's probably like 50 or 60 topics we can go into with referees. <laughs>
1: Why do they suck when my team is playing? That's what I want to (laughs) know. That is the question.
0: (laughs) It's time for Chips Chumps. Bad plays, bad players, awful calls, poor sportsmanship. The worst of the week with Chips Chumps.
1: You know it's time for. We got a special an- 25th show anniversary episode of Chip's Chumps. Chip, I'm not even going to give you a break because we've had months to do these lists. You've had weeks to consider this list. So this isn't going to be the chumps of the week. This is going to be the chump- chumps of the first half of the year that we've been doing this show. So Chip, my man, the floor is yours. Take it away.
2: All right. So I put this list together. It was really hard for me to put this list together. I was able to like number it down to probably 10. And then I had to start really cutting out players and teams and people that I wanted to really put on there. Um, I tried to make it go with a list that was more game oriented. Uh, and by that, I mean, players and teams that blew games or had issues within their, their actual, within an actual game rather than outside of the sport. And they just did like committed a crime or, or did something super in there because it, it would have been very hard for me to pick one, one person over another with a lot. There was a lot that I had put on the previous list of that. So I tried to disclude that to make it a little bit, a, a little bit easier on myself and be, uh, more structured towards the the sport and the and the game, so we'll get right into it with number five. So number five goes to Rajan Rondo. Uh, if you remember before the NBA bubble, and I, the reason I put this in there is because he's about to win the NBA championship, and I just would like to ask him, how does it feel to be in a Motel Six and win the NBA championship? Yeah, so he got put on there for his Motel Six comment that he put in when he got into the bubble saying that the accommodations that they had were not up to his standards. Number four. So number four goes to uh, Damian Lillard, who missed two free throws at the end of the Portland Clippers game in the end bubble in the their regular season or the end of their regular season. Um, and he missed two free throws that would have ended up winning them the game, and they ended up losing. Um, Not that it was a big, big determinant of how the the NBA Finals went or the NBA playoffs, but it definitely changed the fact that they didn't have to hustle and bustle and and pretty much get in on the skin of their teeth. If they had won that game, they would have had that game advantage, and they wouldn't have had to do that. And who knows, they might have ended up beating the Lakers because they could have rested their players. So, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, 20 but uh, you can't miss two free throws at the end of the game like that, like he did. Number three. So number three goes to, goes to Michael Urban for his comment after the Cowboys drafted CeeDee Lamb, comparing the Cowboys to the Golden State Warriors and when they signed Kevin Durant. Um, first of all, A, you don't make that comment if they haven't won a playoff game or an NBA or a, a gone to a championship game in almost two decades. B, they're, what, two and three right now? And they haven't beat a team that's actually won a game, and they almost lost to the Giants, who have scored a total of 18 points over their first four games, and they scored 34 points against you. Yeah, no, not even close to the Golden State Warriors. They they might be, might be the like Phoenix Suns of three years ago that were at the bottom of the league, but no, they're nowhere near the Golden State Warriors. Number two. Number two goes to Novak Djokovic for his... Uh, for his default that he had in the U.S. Open in the first round in the first match, when he got frustrated and hit the tennis ball to the towards the back judge and hit the back judge in the face, and immediately got ejected from the game and and kicked out of the U.S. Open because he he lost the match because of that. Um, yeah, you just can't do that. It's just dumb, dumb. Um, and I realized now that I forgot to say my catchphrase after everyone. So. Uh, I'm going to go back and Rajon Rondo, moron. Damian Lillard, moron. Michael Urban, moron. And then Novak Djokovic, moron. And finally, number one on the top five list uh, for the last 25 episodes goes to, get a little drum roll, Atlanta Falcons for their blowing the 20, for blowing the lead against the Cowboys earlier this year. And more importantly, for their unbelievably dumb, dumb onside kick play that they pretty much gifted the Cowboys a win. Um, which goes back to why Mike Irvin said they were going State Warriors. They really should be almost 0-5 right now with the way that they've been playing. But because the Atlanta Falcons are just awful, just terrible. Um, yeah, yeah, just bad. So, moron. <laughs>
1: Here we go. 25-episode edition of Chip's Chumps. And Chip, let me ask you, did you, did you struggle – with putting this list together, did you have a pretty good idea uh, as, as you started to go through the list? You said you had some criteria to make the list. So was it easy, little difficult, or did you have a good idea? What What was how did it go? how the process go?
2: Um, I was able to number it down to about ten, and then the final ten. There was like, oh, I want to put this person in there. Oh, I put. I want to put this person in there. But I want to put <laughs> this one in here. But I like this one. I can't. I can't decide between these two. And then I just kind of, I went with my gut and looked at it and went, "All right, I like this one more than I like this one. These three are definitely in." And then it was like numbering it down, like who do I like more than than these? And uh, honestly, I, I there I wanted to put like four or five more on there, so it was it was definitely challenging.
1: Well, uh, I gotta tell you, not now that we're doing this live, I'm actually having a little fun with it. Because people can see the faces and the gestures I'm making while you go through the list, so I would encourage you to go back and look at the video for this segment because you're probably going to have a good chuckle.
2: <laughs> yeah, that might be hard for me because I can't watch you while I'm doing it because I might end up laughing hysterically at your faces. It's probably so. it's
1: probably better. That's why I mute the mic because uh, I told you there's there's a few times where we did chips chumps. I even called it out on the recordings where you could tell I muted the mic and I, I had one. Particular, it's uh, probably a show about two months ago where you just started going on on a tangent on the list, and I swear to God, I almost fell out of my chair because I couldn't stop laughing. My wife's like, right, you "Are you all right?" I'm like, "You got to hear this. <laughs> he's he's lost his mind over this list."
2: <laughs> well, I'm glad I could. Uh, hey, I mean, this was sports give entertainment to to everybody out there, and uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it.
1: Oh yeah. So, Chip, uh, for those that have not listened to the show before. Tell us what they can do if they disagree
2: with the list. So I'm going to go ahead and post the list up on our uh, Discord and Twitter, and you can, you know, email me or you can post up whether you agreed with the list, disagreed with it. If there's anybody that I should have put on there, you know, let me know.
1: Man of a simple word. <laughs> uh, but more or less, that's in a nutshell. All right, man. Well, uh, for those that have listened to the show before, you know what it's time for let's go ahead and hit the final buzzer.
0: It's the final buzzer, the last moments of the show. Okay,
1: here we go. Five, four, Alrighty. All righty. So at the final buzzer, uh, what I do need everyone out there to do is start to poke and prod. We need to get Chip on cam as well. I can't be the only goofball up here on the screen. Chip, we are going to get you on cam anytime soon?
2: Maybe
1: Uh, that's a big (laughs) deal. Put on some sunglasses, a black mask, or a green mask, and you can just green screen your head right off. You could be the headless sportscaster.
2: I like I like being an anonymous person with no face.
1: (laughs) Oh, so if anyone gets angry, they could be like, "Yeah, that's Don. Uh, Where's Chip? Well, you're gonna have to deal with me. They can find me, right? Is that it?"
2: Exactly. 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 The team. (laughs) I'll be the mouth. You be the face. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> All right man, let's
1: uh let's go ahead and touch on the sports movie of the week. What do you have for us?
2: So the movie of the week we got was uh Trouble with the Curve. Um it's a movie with uh Clint Eastwood and Justin Timberlake basically going through how scouting works and uh old school versus new school with the scouting. Um and the quote we got, I'm going to have to I have to PG-13 the quote, so Anybody who uses computers doesn't know a darn thing about this game. Um, Basically, again, going with that old school versus new school vibe. And uh, it's a really cool movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's definitely entertaining. Um, So definitely check it out.
1: Sweet, man. Um, That one I have not seen. So I think I might put that on my list of uh, things to do this week. I got some time off from work. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate it. So... uh, that's a wrap for show 25 the first one that's live uh we have more we want to bring you as the fan base grows we'll be getting more input from more of the community and we'll elaborate more on uh elaborate more in the show um we have some other things that we want to bring you all uh, as we continue to build this show but uh chip 25 episodes when we pitch this idea to the powers that be as i call them You and I were like, all right, we're going to do this, but we don't know if it's really going to gain any traction. So I want to thank everybody out there um, for the support and for the ideas. Uh, We've gotten a a lot of different angles in the way that we can discuss things. And from all of our social media accounts and the interaction we've had with our fans, it doesn't look like we've offended anybody yet. (laughs) That's some good news. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, we um I'm, I'm, I'm glad uh everyone seems to be enjoying it and uh yeah we're having a good time with it so heck yeah keep, man pretty, keep bringing it to you every week
1: absolutely so listen um thank you all for joining us in this in this live cast uh this is going to be the plan going forward do us a favor any friends you got out there that have an interest to sports or maybe don't have an interest in sports, but just want a little comedy on Sunday night, Chip and I can provide all you want. Uh, hit us up with questions and feedback on all the networks. Uh, we'll list everything up on Twitter and discord with all the networks that we're on. So in the meantime, Chip, unless you got anything else. Nope. I, I think we hit it all. Sweet. All right. My name's Don. He's Chip. We thank you for joining us. And as uh, we always close out the show, we're out. Have a good night, everybody.
0: You've been listening to Sportscasters Anonymous. Your opinion may differ. But that doesn't mean you're right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We hope you were intrigued or at least entertained. You can find the podcast on all the major networks. Find us on Discord and Patreon at Random Chatter. Hook up on the website at randomchatter.com and browse through the merchandise at randomchatter.com slash store. We'll see you next time. This is Sportscasters Anonymous, signing off.